Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again. If it's your first time, welcome. Hope you take a little time to explore the ever-increasing library of podcasts we have of uh, jazz topics ranging from the ragtime era right up until the 1960s anyway, and more to come, certainly. We tend to focus on more narrow elements of jazz recorded history to do a little more detail work than some shows or podcasts might do. So today we're going to be listening to some uh, music by groups led by Teddy Wilson, the great piano player. And these groups I am sort of subsetting as ones that he uh, led uh, that also included the great clarinet player Edmund Hall from New Orleans. They had a particularly uh, interesting relationship during the 1940s. Of course, Teddy Wilson really came to national prominence by playing with the Benny Goodman small groups in the middle uh, to late 1930s, and then he went back in the middle 1940s as well. He was a very refined, uh, subtle pianist. Goodman appreciated him very much for his uh, abilities in that direction. He wasn't really a stride pianist, certainly wasn't a blues pianist. He was uh, very technical. Uh, he could play very fast, and uh, he had a wonderful harmonic sense as well. Vocalists tended to like Teddy Wilson very much. He was born in Texas in 1912. He went to Tuskegee Institute and uh, was a very well-educated musician. Uh, he came out uh, in about 1930 or so. He started playing with Louis Armstrong's band in Chicago and made, I think, his first recordings with the Louis Armstrong Big Band uh, as they were in Chicago. And then he started uh, playing with some other bands, uh, Benny Carter's band, for example, in the early 30s, before joining Goodman's small groups. He had actually recorded with Goodman on a couple of occasions before uh, Goodman formed his big band that became so nationally known. Simultaneous uh, with his uh, work with Benny Goodman came the recording series that he did for Brunswick and ARC, where he uh, led groups of pickup uh, musicians, any uh, black or white jazz musicians who happened to be in New York, occasionally in other cities where he was, but the, most of the recording sessions were in New York, and he would hire uh, soloists from the Count Basie or the Goodman or the Ellington bands, or sometimes some of the lesser-known Harlem bands as well. Uh, he had uh, a catalog of great jazz players playing on those sessions during the 1930s, almost all of which featured vocals, and most of them were done by Billie Holiday, but there were some by uh, Helen Ward, by Ella Fitzgerald, uh, by Nan Wynn, lots of other singers as well. Uh, once we get into the 19, late 1930s, 1940 or so, Wilson's sort of yielded to popular currents and put a big band together, which was a very fine big band, made some excellent recordings. He did some superb arrangements that featured him and Ben Webster and other musicians as well. Uh, it did not take off, uh, wasn't much showmanship involved in that band, uh, but he returned pretty quickly to small groups and he put together a sextet in 1941 uh, that appeared in a film called called um, Boogie Woogie Dream, I think it was, with Lena Horne and uh, Pete Johnson, Albert Ammons, and Mead Lux Lewis, and the Teddy Wilson uh, sextet at the time, which featured Bill Coleman, Benny Morton, and Jimmy Hamilton on clarinet. Uh, that was the band, or the front line of the band, for a couple of years anyway, and uh, about 1941-42, I think Jimmy Hamilton went into the service, and he was replaced by Edmund Hall. Of course, Edmund Hall uh, was a well-known musician by that point. He had come up in New Orleans. He had played with a series of, of big bands, Claude Hopkins Band. Uh, he was with um, the Mills Blue Rhythm Band for a little while. He played with Frankie Newton's band uh, and, and many others before sort of dedicating himself to small group um, leading and recording on 52nd Street in the 1940s. And he reflected back uh, on this period saying this was the happiest time of his musical life. And considering the fact that he also played years with Louis Armstrong later, that was quite a statement. He said this was the best music that he uh, played in his career. Teddy Wilson was really that kind of leader and player. So we're going to focus on these recordings that were made in tandem with uh, Teddy Wilson and Edmund Hall. And I think you'll agree there's some very fine, understated, understood playing between the two of them and the other musicians as well. We're going to start out with a few tracks from a session that was done, I think, for a transcription service. I'm not exactly sure who these recordings were made for, but there were about 10 or 11 of them all 
pretty much jazz standards, a couple of originals, and they feature the Teddy Wilson Sextet. Teddy Wilson on piano, Emmett Berry, one of the great unheralded black trumpet players of the 40s, uh, plays some excellent work here. Benny Morton, of course, on trombone. He was well regarded as a big band player and a soloist. Edmund Hall on clarinet. Slam Stewart on bass, who had been doing his act with uh, Slim and Slam, Slim Gayard on guitar and he on bass. Uh, he was moving back into jazz at this point. He uh, was doing some recordings with Art Tatum and, and so forth, and he would go with Benny Goodman with Teddy Wilson a little bit later. And rounding out the group is the great Sid Catlett on drums, so a very formidable little ensemble, but not a jam session ensemble entirely. There's certainly a lot of solos here, but there are some neat little arranging touches as well. It's not a Dixieland band, it's a swing band. And as I said, this was recorded for some sort of transcription service, I believe, on June 15th of 1944. And we're going to hear uh, four tunes from that session. Someday we might come back and play the other ones. They're all excellent. We're going to hear the uh, Edgar Sampson standard, Don't Be That Way, which has some nice riffs at the end, which were original with this band, I think. Then, Embraceable You, nice ballad performance of that. Edmund Hall's feature on Rose Room. And then a tune called Mop Mop, which was by Teddy Wilson. This is not the better-known Mop Mop that was sort of the, the beboppy type of tune by Colvin Hawkins. This was uh, a very different one, a blues with a bridge, I think. Uh, and we will hear great solos from all of these musicians. Very uh, organized playing as well, but certainly not dull. So those are our four tunes. Some of these go on a little bit longer than the standard uh, 3 minutes 78, so we're only going to program four. If we have some time, we might stick in another one a little bit later. But this is the Teddy Wilson Sextet featuring Edmund Hall, Don't Be That Way, Embraceable You, Rose Room, and Mop Mop.
very well rehearsed, integrated group of musicians who understood each other and played together in bands together in different combinations for many years. That was from June 15th of 1944, the Teddy Wilson Sextet. They were playing in some clubs uh, on 52nd Street, I know, and as I said, they had just come off of making that movie, uh, or some of the men in the, this band had made uh, that uh, Swing in the Dream movie, but um, this was a group that stayed together for several years. Uh, Wilson went back to Benny Goodman in about 1944, so or late 1944, early 45. So the Sextet in one form or another stayed together for about oh, four years or so. And it was always this instrumentation, trumpet, trombone, a reed, which was usually a clarinet. Sometimes I know Jimmy Hamilton doubled baritone sax in there. Uh, could have been some other things too, who knows? And then piano, bass, and drums, and occasionally with a vocalist. And we heard Emmett Berry doing some wonderful swing-era trumpet solos. He was uh, really uh, a follower, a devotee of Roy Eldridge, with that buzzy sound and very technical uh, approach to the trumpet. Benny Morton was a, the opposite number, very smooth, very controlled player. He was known as a lead trombone player in uh, numerous big bands, Benny Carter's band, Count Basie, Fletcher Henderson, you name it, lots of little different bands. Of course, Edmund Hall had that fiery clarinet style, but he could uh, mute that as well and play very straight, as we've seen in some other podcasts we've done. And then, of course, Teddy Wilson on piano, probably doing the arrangements as well. He was a, a, a very good arranger of things like this, and several, of the, as I said, of the big band arrangements that he did are, are really excellent uh, pieces of work. But again, that band didn't have enough success for uh, those arrangements or the band to have much of a lasting influence, unfortunately. Slam Stewart on bass, we didn't hear any of his uh, patented bass uh, and singing uh, solos, but uh, he did a few on these sessions. And Sid Catlett, who uh, drove the rhythm along. He didn't really take any solos. He was kind of subdued on this session, but that's sort of what it called for. So we started out with Don't Be That Way, and then went on to Embraceable You, a feature largely for Teddy Wilson. And then Rose Room, which started out with an excellent Edmund Hall solo, before we ended up with Mop Mop. Kind of an odd uh, tune, but uh, great solos all around on that. So now we're going to uh, go to a slightly different uh, ensemble. This is uh, a group that grew out of the sextet. This is actually a quartet, and this is the Edmund Hall Quartet with Teddy Wilson. And this band or group recorded uh, on two different occasions for Commodore Records, a couple of weeks apart, on uh, July 11th and July 20th. And very, very uh, good swing chamber jazz, I guess you'd have to say, and an interesting comparison with the Benny Goodman Quartet with Teddy Wilson. These are a little bit more fiery, because uh, that was Edmund Hall's uh, game on clarinet, pretty much, but uh, lots of subtlety when it needs to happen as well. We're going to start out with um, I Want to Be Happy, which uh, is a tune, of course, that Goodman did quite frequently. This is from the July 20th uh, date. Then we're going to go to Sleepy Time Gal, a tune from the 1920s. It wasn't recorded too often in the 30s, a very pleasant number that came back a few years later in the jazz uh, knowledge base, but here uh, a great recording from July 11th of 1944. Then we're going to do uh, the great Rogers and Hart ballad, Where or When, which uh, will show off the lovely sound of uh, Edmund Hall as well as the beautiful ballad playing of Teddy Wilson. Then we're going to finish off with a tune called Showpiece, which I believe was co-composed by Hall and uh, Teddy Wilson. Also in the band are Billy Taylor on bass and Art Trappier on drums. So a little bit different than the Teddy Wilson sextet, but uh, well worth hearing and showing off some of this uh, uh, symbiosis between Hall and Teddy Wilson. And these are, uh, as I said, just quartet tunes that were recorded for Commodore. And right at the very, very end of the uh, existence of the Teddy Wilson sextet. And as I said, Wilson was going back to Goodman and presumably financial security. And uh, the other fellows in the band went on to different things as well. So that's our set, short set coming up. Four tunes done for Commodore. The Edmund Hall Quartet with Teddy Wilson will start out with I Want to Be Happy, followed by Sleepy Time Gal, then Where or When, and then Showpiece.
There we had a really outstanding quartet. I don't think they ever played together outside of the recording studio in that particular uh, configuration, but boy, did it work well. For Commodore Records in July of 1944, we heard the Edmund Hall Quartet with Teddy Wilson. We started out with uh, I Want to Be Happy, a nice up-tempo, hot performance of that tune. Moving on to Sleepy Time Gal, a 20s tune that uh, was being reclaimed by jazz players. That was a favorite of Red Allen's. After that, we went to Where or When, which had a lovely ballad uh, feel to it, the Rodgers and Hart tune. Edmund Hall took a full chorus, and then Teddy Wilson took almost a chorus after that, uh, really being able to get into those, uh, get into that tune a little bit better. Then on to Showpiece, a tune by Edmund Hall and Teddy Wilson. Uh, had some drums and clarinet going there. By the way, I should mention it was Art Trappier on drums and uh, Billy Taylor on bass on both of these sessions. We had a little extra time, so I threw in the Isham Jones standard, It Had to Be You, which featured bass and drum solos as well. Really fine playing by all uh, four players on, in this quartet. Really, really first-class swing playing. It didn't, didn't get any better than that. So now we're going to go back to the Teddy Wilson sextet. Um, this is a... Well, we're going to actually have two different things on this next set. The first one is the first recording that this group made. It was for Columbia. It was not released. It was done on July 31st of 1942, so a bit earlier. Uh, this is Teddy Wilson and his orchestra, but it's the sextet with Emmett Berry, Benny Morton, Edmund Hall, Teddy Wilson, Johnny Williams is on bass, and J.C. Hurd is on drums. And we're going to hear a tune uh, composed by Teddy Wilson called the B-flat Swing, which he also recorded for that transcription session, but uh, this version is very nice as well. So we're going to hear that. That's their first time out uh, in the recording studio at any rate. Then we're going to hear a bit of a curiosity to finish up. We're going to hear two tunes that were recorded for V-Disc. V-Discs were uh, recordings made specifically for the war effort in World War II. They were marketed, or not marketed, but they were sent to troops overseas for entertainment and uh, uh, pleasure and, and what have you. They would be done used for dancing or, or just uh, reliving home fires and all that. This particular session uh, with the Teddy Wilson quintet in this case is uh, was, I believe, the first V-Disc session. They had issued some V-Disc recordings before there of uh, records that had already been cut for the major companies, but this was the first session uh, especially uh, made for V-Disc release, and it was done on August 13th of 1943. We're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear Russian Lullaby and How High the Moon. And these are a little bit longer. It's about four minutes plus each. Um, we're going to hear Joe Thomas on trumpet. I thought I might have played one of these two cuts on one of my Joe Thomas shows in the past, but I don't think I did. So we're going to play both of these. There were only two cuts made. There were alternate takes, but uh, we're just going to hear uh, the two. But we're actually going to hear the master take of How High the Moon, and we're going to hear an incomplete alternate take of Russian Lullaby. So it ends rather abruptly. It's not your radio. Don't try to adjust your set. Uh, that's just what happens sometimes. Um, the master take is probably a little bit more accessible, so we'll do the alternate. So those will be our tunes. Uh, oh, I didn't tell you who else was on there. Johnny Williams on bass and Big Sid Catlett on drums. For whatever reason, there was no trombone on this, so it was the quintet. So those will be our tunes. B-flat swing... How high, uh, B-flat swing, followed by Russian lullaby, and then we'll end up with How High the Moon. All of these done by the Teddy Wilson sextet or quintet, featuring Edmund Hall.
This is Teddy Wilson. We're mighty glad the music section of the Special Service Division is making these V-discs because it gives us a chance to play a few selections especially for you. And there we have it, the Teddy Wilson Sextet slash Quintet featuring Edmund Hall. We started out with B-flat swing, recorded for Columbia but never issued on July 31st of 1942 with Emmett Berry on trumpet, uh, Benny Morton on trombone, Edmund Hall on clarinet, Teddy Wilson on piano, Johnny Williams on bass, and J.C. Hurd on drums. 
And the next uh, two tunes give us a good chance to compare and contrast the playing of Emmett Berry and Joe Thomas, who was a contemporary of Berry's. They uh, traveled in much the same circles, uh, where Emmett Berry was more indebted to uh, Roy Eldridge as a model. Joe Thomas was definitely more indebted to Louis Armstrong and uh, had a beautiful, beautiful trumpet sound. And uh, when all systems were go, he was uh, unbeatable at uh, ballads and hot tunes as well. And we heard from Joe Thomas uh, playing with the Teddy Wilson Quintet with Edmund Hall, Johnny Williams, Big Sid Catlett, and Teddy Wilson. We heard Russian Lullaby and Ha Hi the Moon on that first original session produced for V-Disc Records. And that was done, uh, as I said, in 1943. So I hope you've enjoyed this program and uh, have come to appreciate the uh, synergy between Edmund Hall and Teddy Wilson. Really great combination of talent there. On paper, you wouldn't necessarily think it would work, but it surely did. And that's what we're all about here at the Jazz Focus, is uncovering these things and bringing them up to the surface. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, If you're interested in sponsoring us, we hope to get some more members of the family. We're on uh, anchor.fm, but we can be heard on Spotify and Apple Music and anywhere else finer podcasts can be found. So my name is John Clark, and I'll see you on the other side.